What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Growing Up, Not Growing Old podcast as I snort my way through the introduction. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Not not the fun kind of snort, by the way. (laughs) Just a a, a fucking... A chortle. A chortle, of course. (laughs) I'll go go chortle, sure, sure. That voice is, you know, returning fucking Uncle Paulie P. New Paulie Nugent. What's up? What's up, what's up, what's up, you fucking pieces of shit use? We got Jerry X over there as well. First time on the show. What's up? What's up, what's up? Alright, so check this out. I gotta start the show off with a public service announcement. It's the Halloween season. Mm. And I have to say something to the people out there. I'm doing you guys a service. Don't believe the hype. (coughs) Excuse me. Don't believe the hype. That burrito's getting you, huh? That's a good one. Don't give in to this. Mouth fart. Halloween 3, Season of the Witch is a good movie bullshit that is is going oh, all got, over oh, the fucking internet. Listen, this is a fucking... This is reaching epic proportions. This movie stinks, and I don't give a fuck <laughs> what kind of hipster or revisionist shit. It stunk when it came out, and it stinks now. So don't go... Don't go... Don't believe the hype, all you horror people out there. Thank you. <laughs> no way, dude. I, I, I beg to differ, man. Listen, oh, no. I understand because no. there was no fucking, there was no Michael Myers, there was no. Then what's the no, point of the movie? Jason, Jason for, right? Well, who is it? It's Michael Myers, right? I, I'm, I even get confused myself. Well, the point of the movie was, it was uh, <laughs> at the time in the in the early eighties. It was basically a play on what's really happening now: the corporation, the consumerism, all that shit was subliminally tucked in there it turned a lot of us off because at the time we were all young kids number one and we were all fucking you know little agile our minds weren't able to handle the consumerism you know but at the time the the hipsters that were considered hipsters now they were the ones who made that movie and they fucking put all this subliminal fucking jagging in it that movie stinks bro so is that the one with the mask? Yeah. Where they put it on. Yeah, man. Yeah. And you know what? Michael Myers wasn't in it. Let's forget about that. Let's just take it as a separate movie. Ooh, is it bad? But yo, Paulie, here's the thing. People are giving this shit like nine out of ten reviews. There's like some kind of weird renaissance going on with this movie, and I can't stand it. I have to I have to say something about it. Cause it's like almost like a revisionist nostalgia thing. Like oh, Paulie's gone. But I'll just keep I'll just keep talking about it. But it's like some kind of weird It's like a revisionist nostalgia. It's like, yo, when that movie came out, everybody hated it. But now everyone wants to like it because you're supposed to hate it, so now liking it is cool. And you know, some yeah. some people like it because they like it. Like Paulie likes it because he likes the, 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 the subliminal messages about consumerism and shit. Ugh, got that off my chest. <laughs> yeah, that movie's the worst. There's yeah. no point. Yeah, it, it 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 was so well. What they were trying to do was they were trying to make a different Halloween story every year, and that movie was so bad they were like, "Fuck it, we got to get Michael Myers back." That's like when they made Rocky Rocky with uh, what's his face, Tommy Gunn. 
Yeah, the, the, yeah. <laughs> Let, let's let's make a let's make a new thing. That's the equivalent of that movie. Yeah, uh, you know what? I was watching uh, Rocky Balboa was on, and you know, I kind of like that one. I don't know. Do you like those Rocky movies? Yeah, that one's awesome. I like every single one of them except for that one. Oh, that was five or four or five with Tommy. That was Gunn. five. That was five. Yeah, the fucking that last one was pretty fucking good, and you know it has its haters, but I like that one. Yeah, that one's good, and the Creed movie was awesome too. Yo, let me tell you something about the Creed movie. I went into that movie zero expectations. Actually, I was I was kind of like this movie's gonna stink. Yo, good <coughs> excuse me, good job on that fucking movie. Yeah, that movie was like Rocky One all over again. And the kid did a good fucking job, man. Oh fuck yeah, man! Totally, um, Michael fucking B. Jordan. Amazing. Yeah, that kid was good. That yeah. kid was real good, and plus he had he had Sylvester Stallone in the movie. How can you beat that? Having that guy, the guy almost won the Academy Award because of that movie. Yeah, he so was he was good too. I mean, he could act. Stallone can act. He was good in Copland. He played like the that the half a retard or whatever. That guy's a thousand, and he's dieseler than all of us. Yeah, he's uh, you know, I don't give a fuck what, what he's taking. He was like fucking sixty nine years old, bro. He's fucking looking yeah. good. Yeah, fuck that. I'll take that. Whatever it is, give it to me. Yeah, HGH, whatever. Whatever um, the fuck it is. Like it looks looks like Paul is having some internet issues. That's what he said before he came on. So I guess he'll call when he gets his shit together, or mm-hmm. he'll he'll text me or whatever. But I guess since I started talking about horror movies, you went to horror movies. Of course. Right. I I, I figured that, but now everyone's talking about you know. Yo, they're top five, they're top ten. I don't have a top five, I don't have a top ten. There's just too much, I like too much shit to rate some shit. But I do have, like, a top couple that I always go to. Yo, what's, like, your top? Candyman. Get the fuck out of here. That (laughs) movie's fucking scary. Bro, that movie's scary. That movie's totally fucking scary. With that guy, you want that guy to show up at your house? Who, Tony Todd? Yeah, Yeah, you want that? Do you really want that guy to, to ring your bell with a fucking pizza? Do you want th- that to happen? I think the fucking Cabrini Greens is scarier than Candyman. Nah, man. That's like old school smoking crack neighborhoods. That's nothing. Yeah. It's that guy. That guy's fucking scary, man. I don't want that guy anywhere near me. I saw that movie for the first time like four years ago. No, I didn't like it. Oh. Maybe because I saw it when I was an adult. Yeah, I saw it when I was a kid, and that was it. It fucked me up completely. That makes oh, that so guy. much of a difference, doesn't it? Yeah, totally. Like The Exorcist, I saw it as a kid, so it'll be scary no matter what. Yep. No matter what, that movie will be scary. There's an extra show You know, Rosemary's Baby. What? That yeah. movie was scary as a kid. You know what? I saw that as an adult, and I actually kind of liked it. Yeah. No, it was awesome. It's an awesome movie, but that thing was scary as a kid. Totally yeah, the scary. The fucking the paranoia in, the, in that fucking... The whole apartment building is like fucking against her and shit. It's pretty good, man. Yeah. I mean, I understand the director's a fucking pedophile and shit, but... <laughs> What he does on his own time doesn't have anything to do with me, though. Fucking animal he is. <laughs> but yeah, as a, um, Rosemary's Baby was good. I gotta say, as a horror person, I still haven't seen um, uh, Carrie. The original? Yeah. What? Yeah, no, I never seen Carrie. That um, movie has John Travolta in it. That's yeah. the only reason you should see it. <laughs> is it John Travolta or is it Vinnie Barbarino? Who's uh, who's, who's well, in that movie? Well. He's like Vinnie Barbarino in the movie. He's like exactly like Vinnie Barbarino in the movie. <laughs> fucking hilarious. Fucking awesome. Yeah. Nah, he's completely, completely got Down Syndrome in that movie. He's great. Wow, that's funny, man. I got to watch it just for that now. Yeah, he's awesome. He just- makes it because he's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Travolta, Whoa. bro. 
<laughs> Vinny that guy's a fucking genius. That guy's a genius. That guy's made money off being a retarded guinea. Yeah, no doubt. And Completely. You know, fooling everybody he wasn't gay until about until up about six years ago. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> until they, just a sick fuck. Yeah, until they caught him kissing that guy on the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see that picture? No. Yeah, he was kissing a pilot on like a, a, the airplane steps or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> you, have to, you might have to look that one up. I don't know. That I'm might gonna, be. A, I'm gonna Google that shit. That's a true horror story. <laughs> I wouldn't kiss that guy. All right, so. Stage, <laughs> all right, so Jerry, you know what? It's the first time on the show. I mean, tell everybody like what what you do, your bands, projects, you know, whatever whatever was going on. I mean, you know, regular shit, I guess. Yeah, I got a bunch of shit going on. In general, but uh, basically what I want to talk about is the new thing with Paulie Nugent right now, the Brooklyn Murder Club. Okay. It's hip-hop, and it's heavy as hell, and it's fucking awesome, and it's not like the shit that's got going on right now, you know what I mean? It's basically, the way we write shit is like three-minute short songs, keep it almost like it's a punk rock hardcore song, mm. you know what I mean? Awesome hooks, things like that, just straight up in-your-face kind of shit. So it's like a heavy-ass band, but it's hip-hop. <clears throat> yeah, I heard that first song is fucking banging, bro, for real. Thank you, thank you. And, you know, I'm not just saying that because, you know, I know you or anything. It's really a good fucking song. Thank you, thank you. And uh, I wanted to ask you, too, that, like, it's a hip-hop song, but it's about our scene. Like, how did, how did that come about? Well, the whole point is this is what we grew up in. Mm. So... If we're going to do anything, all our influence comes from when you grew up. We grew up in the hardcore scene. So basically, to not give a nod to the greatest hardcore scene in the universe, the New York hardcore scene, would be almost like a slap in the face to our entire youth. You know what I'm saying? So I we got to give it up to everybody who was around. You know what I mean? Yeah. That fucking, that name is pretty sick, bro. Brooklyn Murder. That's a sick name. You come up with that? Yeah, I came up with that. It was, uh, I, I was looking for a name. I was like, what, what's it got to be? What's this? And I was like looking at initials, Googling shit, doing all kinds of stuff. And then I realized that if I put Brooklyn MC, you know, somebody already had that. Because right. we're both from Brooklyn, me and Paulie. And uh, the producer, Alcatraz, Ed, he's from, he's from Brooklyn also. So I was like, Brooklyn MC, Brooklyn MC, Brooklyn MC. That's like Motorcycle Club, but it can't be Brooklyn Mo You know why? Yeah. Since we murdered this shit, it's the Brooklyn Murder Club. And you, that's it. Yo, and BMC is good initials, too. Yeah, man. Yeah, totally, totally. Because it's reminiscent of DMC, so it sticks in your brain, too. Yeah, I mean, there's, you know, there's a lot of bands out there. Or I don't know if a lot, but I could tell you at least one band. You know, Stone Temple Pilots, uh, um, they came up with their name. They started with the initials first. Yeah, they like, no, they, I know. They were like, you know, let's get three initials. What's a really cool initials? Then they thought about Richard Perry, uh, Richard Petty, the race car driver. He had STP on the side of his car. Yep. And they just kind of filled it in. Exactly. It's a pretty cool and way of kind of doing it. BMCs, that's a good, good, good letters. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Fucking awesome. <laughs> I was really psyched. I don't even know how that even came out. Like, you know? Yeah, it's man. Just, everything's process. just happening. Everything's just happening. It's falling into place, and it's falling into place mad quick. So it's got to be right. That's how I look at it. Oh, yeah, 100%. But uh, you're in a band, too? Yeah, I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm in a band called Tragic Dynasty. It's a post-hardcore band. Uh, basically, the band is heavy, and I'm not. 
You know what I mean? Paulie <laughs> says that we're like somewhere between Stone Temple Pilots and the Bad Brains. That's not a bad place to be. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, we're somewhere over there. Because again, <laughs> somewhere the, over the, there. Yeah, the punk rock, the punk rock and hardcore influence is going to stay no matter what you do. You know, yeah, so, that's kind of ingrained almost. Exactly. But the fact that I can actually sing, that helps it out. You know what I mean? Because it expands the style where it's not just pigeonholed somewhere. You know what I mean? All songs are different. Uh, you know? like, oh, so you sing, sing. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, that's pretty cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. Totally sing. Have to. I can't growl. <laughs> oh, really? I'm never able to do that. Nah, I can't do that. Yeah, you know that, that's, I mean? that seems kind of I'm a songbird. Fucking songbird? <laughs> yeah, I'm a songbird. Yeah, exactly. Like a songbird with tattoos. There you go. <laughs> that's what's up right there, man. You guys playing the show soon, Tragic Dynasty, right? Oh, we were supposed to play oh, shit. Uh, on November 5th, but it got moved to like December and shit like that. But actually, I am this weekend, but doing a, a Misfits tribute with Mike Scandato from Inhuman. You know what? I just listened to his latest Necromaniacs podcast yesterday. Everyone yeah. go check out the Necromaniacs podcast if you like the horror shit like I do. Yeah, so we're doing this Misfits tribute over the weekend at Orleans, and that's going to be pretty dope. We're singing a couple of songs each. You know, it's a, a lot of people involved. They do like a, a tribute thing every month to different bands. And since it's Halloween, they're doing the Misfits. And then uh, another tribute band, they're doing the Spinal Tap they're doing. I'm wow, not that's that, funny. Yeah, man. they're doing it. Yeah, they're doing that shit. You know what I mean? I still so never got dope. through all of Spinal Tap. I mean, I, I know it's Me, funny. I watched it. I just, I, I have never completed that movie. I don't know what. I, I can't watch it. things that I feel forced to watch. Like, like, like oh, so many great. people you fucking talk it. about it. Yeah, it's like Pantera. Like, oh, you have to like Pantera. Fuck nah, them. I don't like them. Nah, me neither. Not at all. And everybody plays me to be fucking Judas Iscariot. <laughs> like, like, how dare you how dare you you know you know what not like pantera yeah you know what else man i i don't like i don't like a lot of bands that people quote unquote think i should like like i was i dip into metal when i was a kid but i kind of like turned away from it when i got into hardcore but yo yeah. i never got into pantera anthrax megadeth like, ne Drew never got into any of the metal, like, the pure heavy metal bands, like, you know? Yeah, no, I know. But I I'd be know. fucking blasting Venom and Celtic Frost all fucking day. I fucking love them. Oh, yeah. I love Venom and Celtic Frost. They're heavy as fuck. They're heavy as fuck. Have you ever heard you know I mean? Hellhammer? Yes. Dude, their fucking guitars sound like chainsaws, bro. That shit's so raw. I love that shit. I know. I know. It's awesome. It's awesome. But, like, I also dip into, like, Merciful Fate. And shit like that. Oh, yeah. You know what? This is funny, too, but... <clears throat> excuse me. I was, um... When I was young, I was a big King King Diamond fan, right? Yeah. Um, You know, his solo stuff. And as I got mm -hmm. older, I listened to it again, and I was like, Oh, this is... This is bad. Like, I totally, terrible. totally turned on it as I got older. <laughs> it's terrible. And people love that, too. Like, Merciful Fate, forget it. I love it. Love it. It's dark as fuck. Yeah. Scary. A little dangerous. When you're like a little 13-year-old kid and you, you see the album art. Don't break like, the oath. Yes. Yeah, the, the devil is coming to get you when you <laughs> listen to it. You know, like you get nervous. <laughs> yeah, That's 100%, bro. That's what it was all about. You know what I mean? It, you know, if a band doesn't give you that, 
whatever they're trying to give you, there's no point to have it. Like a lot of these generic metal bands, they all sound like each other. Like, you know, Metallica. Okay. Now everybody sounds like Metallica. Right. You know? Yeah. It's like you got a band like Suicidal who nobody sounds like Suicidal because they can't. Yeah. They fucking can't. I think. You know, you can't sound like the Bad Brains. Yeah, they so played super fucking fast, too. You know? Yeah. You know, you can't do that. So these bands aren't emulated. They take little things from their style. But these bands that are cookie-cutter bands that all sound like the other bands, the same breakdown, same thing, you, you know when things are going to happen. Yeah, I feel like it's a bit of a shakedown. Like when a band has like a, um, just a bunch of breakdowns in their music, I feel like they're trying to trick you into liking their music because they has a bunch of breakdowns in it. I don't know, is that weird? I don't know. No, yeah, I understand exactly what you're saying. Like, there's a band, um, I don't know if you like them or not, but, um, uh, uh, what the fuck's the name of that band? Power Drive? Uh, Throwdown, right? Okay. They have, just like, every song is like breakdown after breakdown. It's like, yo, this is, is this like a trick? Are they trying to trick me to like it? (laughs) Yeah, it's like, you don't, you don't have a body of a song, all you got is a breakdown, and like, you know, how can you resist a breakdown? Exactly, so they just keep pushing in your fucking face, and it's like, I can't, I don't. I don't like that so much. I don't There's think. no structure. There's no like storyline to the song. It's just uh, and done. Now, how do you feel? Do you have any opinion on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Because you know the Bad Brains are up this year. They're never gonna get it, but you they're want... the only band that deserves it. Yeah, they're they up deserved there. Deserved it twenty um... years ago. Yeah, I don't even. I think it's all bullshit anyway, right? Is it just just dumb Rolling Stone magazine shit? It is, but, you know, if they get that, it's like when N.W.A. got in. Look at N.W.A. That was, like, the most dangerous band in the world. You know what I'm saying? They, they fucked everything up. Broke every law musically. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And those guys are in there. They deserve it. People are like, oh, they don't deserve it. They're not rock. Fucking hip-hop and fucking punk rock and all these underground scenes are all the same fucking thing. It's all the same shit. It's when the commercial aspect gets involved that, you know, it ruins everything. Not that there's anything wrong with making money and being commercial because that's the goal. Yeah. I don't care what anybody tells you. No, I want to I play basement shows in Pennsylvania at my friend's house uh, for the rest of my fucking life and work in Walmart. Nobody wants that. No, the problem occurs when you, when you change your sound, you change your style for the, for the money. When you... When you yes. Um, like yes you know what i'm saying yeah like with the whole thing where everybody was like oh what's up with rollins doing the ad oh yeah doing that he's a sellout i was like all right well if he's a sellout then why doesn't he have long sleeves on why does he have his rotten fucking tattoos that look like they got fucking done in a backyard somewhere of all misfits and black flag shit and that's what's on display in the ad all right he he all right, if Rollins, here's Rollins being a sellout. Um, he's he's in an ad, right, at the same size, tight jeans, a long sleeve flannel, mid air mid air jump with two thumbs up, and it says H and M next to him. Yeah, like You're that. Right. That would be like the sellout picture. Exactly, exactly. But he's that doing him. He's doing him. He's still him. Like you know exactly. what I'm saying? He didn't change who the fuck he is or or. or uh, yeah. Compromise anything to do that? No, no. And that guy's been on TV for a hot minute. Yeah, and he had fucking it. a bunch of. He had a movie review show. He's been in a bunch of uh, uh, movies himself. Yeah, so the guy, does, the guy does spoken word all over the place. 
That guy's a guy. That guy writes books. You know? If you want to talk about, oh, Rollins sold out, I would say the, the Rollins band was more of a sellout than anything else in his career. You know what I'm saying? The actual Rollins band. I don't know anything really about them, actually. Really? I know Liar. <laughs> I know that one song that was on MTV all the time. But that's but that's what I'm saying. So you know what I mean? That's To me, he changed up his whole role from where Black Flag was like Black Flag. It's not like Civ and Gorilla Biscuits where it's basically the same thing. Yeah. You know, Siv moved on. Same thing. Morrissey and the Smiths. Morrissey still sounds like the Smiths. You know what I mean? He didn't change. Yeah. He's who he is. You know what I mean? God, it was it's so a- weird hearing fucking Siv's voice like at the Islander games and shit. That yeah. Because that fucking song was so huge. And I was like, I'm the only, I- I'm probably the only guy in the stadium who knows who the fuck that is. <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly. Exactly. You know? And, and- fucking, yeah. Lu- and Luke was on that song too. From Sick of It All. I know. I know, I know. Can't wait one minute more. That was great. Yeah, and that's what I mean. And that's like, don't doesn't everybody want everybody to know what's going on over here? You know, you got these bands. You got like Carnivore. You know, Peter Steele turned into Typo Negative. Is is he a sellout? Nobody says Peter Steele's a sellout. He just did you know? he, what he wanted to do. Exactly. And every girl, every everybody's girlfriend wants to bang him, and and that's it. You know what I mean? He went from. A fucking barbarian to like a, a romantic vampire novel. Yeah, he was a barbarian of the Brooklyn wasteland. Exactly. To a fucking yeah. And, and, and nobody said nobody said a fucking word. Oh, you know he did no because he was doing him. He was just doing you know what, what he I'm was saying? doing. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. People just want to pick who they want to play a hate on, and that's it. Like once you're you're picked on, you're fucked. Plus, there you know was I mean? they do that. They that's that's not only underground shit. They do that in, in pop culture shit too. Like if you're in in, in the limelight, if you're a pop culture uh, uh, person or whatever the fuck the word is, you can't be up there for too long because they'll start tearing you down immediately. Of course, they find something wrong with you no matter what. Just like you know? um the comedian Amy Schumer, like she yeah. came out of nowhere. She was a comic. She got popular. Everyone loved her. And then it was almost like overnight, everybody turned on her. Like, I don't care either way. I don't give a fuck about her. But, yeah, she's a beast. You know, it was just like instantly, all of a sudden, all the hate came through. You can't be up there for too long because it's, it's not just people in the underground music scene. Oh, Peter Steele sold out because he does type of negative vampire romantic shit. It's everybody tries to do that shit. Meanwhile, the I reality know. is, yo, Peter Steele's just doing what he's doing. He didn't fucking... He's, he's not out there singing... Genuine love songs for fucking RCA records? No. Fuck. Exactly. You know, he he didn't turn into <laughs> Neil Sadaka. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where a lot of these people do that. Like, look at fucking. You want to talk about? Look, look at Bon Jovi, bro. That guy's like eighty years old. He looks like Chris Jericho's grandmother. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Doing dish, uh, fucking dish commercials. Is he doing dish commercials? Yeah. <laughs> wait, man, did he take? Not... Wait, did he take over fucking uh, Mama uh, uh, Mama Brady's spot? What What was the the mother from the Brady Bunch's name? Carol. Did he take over Carol Brady's Wesson spot? <laughs> he took over a fucking haircut, bro. <laughs> he definitely did that. I don't know what the fuck's going on there. But then again, he was always a pop star, sellout, poser, rocker. You know, it's poser. Rocker, yeah, I remember that poser. Yeah, he was a poser. <laughs> I remember that word. Yo, you're a poser. <laughs> that guy, that nigga had pussy on toast and fucking money to spread it all out on. 
Fuck <sighs> that. I'll be that guy. Yeah, with man. With the haircut he's got now. I'm not worried about that. How much fucking pussy did that guy get? And probably still oh. gets. Oh, yeah. That guy's getting fucking 20-year-old girls now. He's like 77. <laughs> this is... Motherfucker's like 85 years old, still fucking hitting with, it. With fucking dentures. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck that, man. Oh, my God. He's fucking horrific. And then you hear him live. Oh. Is it bad bro, or is good? Or? It's terrible. Shoot yourself. Oh, he can't say Shoot yourself. No, not at all. And I went to see Peter Frampton. Now that dude's really like eighty years old. Yeah, but he and could that use... guy was amazing. Yeah, but he could just use that thing that. Oh, bro, <laughs> right? that thing is the best. That thing's the best thing ever. Yo, let me ask you something. You're a music guy. What is that thing called? The talk box. That's it. There's no fucking technical music musician term for it. It's just a talk box. No, it's talk box. I could have just made that up. <laughs> That's it. It's just a talk box. That's yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah, only yeah. a fucking tube that's attached to a pedal that you attach to a microphone that attaches to your guitar and you play whatever notes you're singing and it just sounds awesome so uh is he like at that point where like he's just playing that one that one he, he has that one giant album right uh, oh yeah peter Fr- frampton Fr- alive? Comes alive oh yeah. yeah oh no he plays a lot of shit that yeah. guy's awesome awesome what? i saw him in jones beach that dude's amazing what Amazing. does he do that I would know? Because I don't know his music. I'm sure I heard. If you named the song, I'd be like, oh, I know that. Like, what's Peter his Frampton? song? Yeah, what's his song? Uh, he's got Show Me The Way. He's got, um, the fuck else is the name of that song? Babe, what's the name of that song? What's Show Me The Way? Peter Frampton. The one that goes, I want you. Oh, of course. I know. Show right. me the way. And that, he's that's got, a good song. Oh, baby, I love you. That's you him? Oh, day. he's got a fucking ton is of that- hits. Yeah, that guy's no fucking joke, bro. And also, he did a Black Hole Sun from Soundgarden. Yeah. It, this dude did a, a Soundgarden song outright. That's a good song. Like, yeah, and he was doing it with the thing. I was like, wow, wow, <laughs> fucking dope. It was dope. I freaked out. I was in Jones Beach. I almost jumped in the fucking water. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't even handle it. I could not even fucking handle it. My wow. whole entire childhood was <laughs> like, oh, yeah, this fucking guy. And then Lynyrd Skynyrd came on after that, and we walked out after the after the second song. Walked right out. Well, because there's no one left. Who's left in the band? Doesn't even matter. They rolled out their banner, and their banner was like an American flag and not the Confederate flag. That's selling out. Oh, they did they change their shit now? They changed their banner to a regular American flag. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but their whole shit is the Confederate flag. You think about the Confederate flag, you think about two things. Lynyrd Skynyrd and the General Lee. Those are the two things you think about. And they took that away. Wow, look at that. Yeah, we well, walked out. Me and my girl walked out. Well, then again, there's not... They're all dead. All the original guys are dead anyway, right? Yeah, but still, still. Then don't say you're Lynyrd Skynyrd. Say you're the Lynyrd Skynyrd show or like, you know, the fake Lynyrd Skynyrd. Well, just, just give yourself like a... Uh, a tribute band name like call yourselves yeah, like Home Sweet Alabama or some shit. Yeah, the Leonard Skinner Review. You know what I mean? No, call no, the, some... the Leonard Skinner Experience. Yeah, exactly. You know, something like that. Don't say you're fucking Leonard Skinner if you're not gonna have that. You yeah, know what I mean? It's a good point. Yeah, that's their thing. I know. Fuck that. Yeah, that, right out. That whole right fucking out. Confederate flag thing was crazy back then, man. That was like, I know. That, was that like, damn, it seems like that was years ago. That was like two years ago, right? Yeah, that was like two years ago. And that's crazy. You know what I mean? It's a part of American history. 
But they want to they wanna stop everything in the world. You can't have nothing. You can't remember nothing, can't have nothing, can't enjoy nothing. Everything is like, another problem is people are putting shit in the past in nowadays context. Yeah. Like, all right, of course. we understand Christopher Columbus was a savage, you know, we understand that. But that's what they did back then. Yeah, there was nothing else to do. Like, everybody conquered everybody, <laughs> you yeah. know? You know, it's like now you wake up, you do your thing. Back then, it was like you wake up, you burn down a village. Rape, pillage, and murder. Then, and, and then you go to bed. Yeah, that's and it. you wake up and you do it again. That was your job. Yeah. You can't that's hold it. that kind of time in today's context. You can't do it. But no. that's what people, that's what, that's what it is. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, they do that. Everybody's fucking terrible. Roman Empire decimated everybody. Alexander the Great destroyed everybody. They got these people on platforms. Yeah. Like, oh, oh my God, Alexander the Great. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's great. When he was banging your great, 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 great grandmother in her mouth. Exactly. Because he felt like it. Because he could. Yeah, because I'm Alexander the Great. I think he actually banged his own mom or some bullshit. I, don't know, I never seen the movie. <laughs> some weird <laughs> shit. I base all my shit on fucking fictional movies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, man, there was a lot of crazy shit. And back then, you did whatever the fuck you wanted. Nobody cared. You know yeah. what I mean? As a society, we've gone backwards. It is crazy how how fucking how ass how ass backwards everything is. People taking things out of context. People saying shit as a joke, and someone else taking it as a serious. It's like no yeah, one has a no one. I don't know if it's like people don't have a sense of humor anymore, or people just want to be offended just to be offended. They do. They just want to get aggravated for no reason. But fuck them. Here's, yeah, fuck them. Here's the thing. Like I'm not. I don't know too much about politics. I don't want to get into a political discussion. But when when Trump was up there, he was like, yeah, Russians, do this. He wasn't actually asking the Russians to do anything. He was just fucking making a dumb joke. Hey, Russians, look into this. He's not... How do you address someone as saying, hey, Russians? <laughs> but the it's other... Like from Brooklyn. <laughs> the other side spun that and said, hey, he's... He's infiltrating the American system. It's like, Jesus Christ, everybody knows. Well, not everybody, but at least I knew. He was joking. Yeah, of course. Of course. He's stupid because sometimes he should just shut up because, you know. Yeah, of course. If he would just shut up and just play mute, he'd have a better shot because he, some, he just yeah, he's, sick shit. He says some dumb shit that they fucking, <laughs> they're letting, he says some shit. Then they'll take it and make it into a real thing, and the American fucking public will eat it up. Of course, because everybody's an idiot. Yeah, that. Uh, yeah, everyone's an idiot. You're right, hundred percent. Um, Graham might have pussy. That's all, <laughs> that's all I got to that's say. That's fine. That's fine. Yo, all of a sudden, that's bad. Yo, he said that shit in private ten years ago. Yeah, I know. Shit, I said people like like he went on TV with his dick out. Hey, he might. It's, too, it's not too late. <laughs> you know, we still got like 15 days left. Cox might come out. <laughs> I was too. <laughs> it's probably bigger. <laughs> Yo, no doubt. But, uh, all right, so let, let's, let's, um, uh, Paulie's gone. He's not coming back. So let's, let's get into, um, I don't know. What do you want to get into, man? You tell me. We talked about the, hard, the uh, uh, Oh, you know this. Oh, this is a good thing. I like to ask people, because um, everyone has a different story. Like, talk uh, according to like New York hardcore and hardcore music, we're pretty much at that point now, where 
I could meet a kid and be like, yeah, my father got into it. But when we got into it, we couldn't say that because it was kind of still new. Yeah, exactly. Like, I could say, yeah, my father got me into, you know, like, Billy Joel and Black Sabbath and Led Zeppelin and shit. But, like, how did you get in, get get introduced to the hardcore scene or New York hardcore? I grew up in a completely musicless fucking house. Okay. Completely. Completely. My parents are off the boat. Guinea immigrants. Nobody spoke English in my house except for me. Mm. At all. Um, God forbid you like anything. Oh, like shit. back back then, it's like whatever your parents are watching, you're watching it. You know what I mean? It was like you're in bed. So basically, I had no exposure to nothing at home. Right. It was like a dry house, completely. So I first heard the first thing I heard after, like you know, Metallica and all of that. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Was was the was the Crumb Suckers Life of Dreams album? Okay, cool. That that album, uh, DRI, and Chromag's Age of Quarrel. These are the things I was exposed to. You know, aside from like the generic Sex Pistols and stuff like that. Like to me, that's you know that was all generic shit. But where did it so come it from? Like matter. how? Like how did you? Like where did it come? How did you get your first cassette or whatever it was? The first thing, the first thing I got, my boy was uh, a kid. He played drums with me. He was, uh, we were doing like a regular rock band and stuff like that. And he gave me the Crumb Suckers album. Oh, there you go. Because I, I saw the artwork, Life of Dreams, and he had the Crumb Suckers guy on it. And I was like, yo, this looks like it's fucking cool. Yeah. So that's what started that. And then I went out and I bought the Age of Quarrel. Because he was like, oh, the Chrome Eggs, the guy actually sings, the guy actually sings, you're going to like it. Yeah. So then I went after all the bands like that that I discovered, the Bad Brains. Um, of course, like the Misfits and things like that. Yeah. Only because these bands actually had people that could sing. Right. So those are the bands I was attracted to. You know, like even Sheer Terror, Paul Bearer, you know, that guy could get down. You know, he growls and all that shit, but that guy could sing. Yeah, he's got a couple of those songs uh, with that, uh, I don't know, what would you call that? It's not exactly a sing, but it's like a... It- it's baritone, bro. Yeah, it's like a yeah. Thick baritone Depeche Mode type shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's awesome. And it's awesome. And you also had like Underdog. He could sing his ass off that. Mm. You know, and that was that was my main that was my main thing. And then basically when I was a kid, I grew up with Bobby Hamble from Biohazard. Okay. So when they broke and they were starting to play me and all my friends were all like 14 and 15 years old at the time. Right. So we used to hop into the van with them and go everywhere with them. They would like basically bring their whole like 20, 20 kids, 30 kids with them to the shows. That's sick. You know what I'm saying? And we would go upstate. We would go to Jersey with them. We would do all shit like that. And we were exposed to everywhere. You know what I mean? And that's it, you know? And when I was young, I hung out with, like, with Danny Diablo. I hung out with Saab and Marauder and all of them. You know what I mean? And it's like I grew up with all of these kids since yeah. I was little. So you, you, had some, so you had some good exposure right there, too. Plus, uh, going around with Biohazard, you probably was exposed to all the other bands playing on those bills. Yeah. And uh, then I was playing with uh, what wound up happening is uh, Biohazard, the old drummer Mio, uh, he got kicked out of the band. So I started playing with him mm. in a band called New York City Strength, 
which the bass player was, uh, he used to play for Monkey Pup. Monkey Pup. That's, wow, that's how I met them. Mm. And then I guest spotted on their albums, singing, and I went on tour with them. That, um, the, the Can You Take a Joke album, I listened to that cassette so many fucking times, right? I think I fucking broke that thing, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, and I got to go out and play with them every night. That's pretty cool. And I got exposed to everybody. We toured with Leeway. <clears throat> we played shows in Europe with Madball. You know what I'm saying? Like, all, all of these things, I was exposed to the entire scene because I just threw myself into it. Right. You know? And then that was that. You know, there was everything was there and it was available for you back then. Damn, and you Europe didn't have too? the internet. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. We were on tour with Leeway in Europe. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely great. It was definitely fucking great. But yeah, like shit like that, man. You know, you don't know. These are experiences that, you know, they mold everything that goes on in your life. And, mm. you know, that's that's the scene that gave it to me. So, you know, that's it. You know, not not the rock scene, not this scene, not that scene. It's the hardcore scene. So that goes back to the single. Exactly. What is the name of the single, by the way? I don't think you mentioned it. The name of it is Fuck Your Scene, the New York Hardcore Anthem. That's that. <laughs> that's it. Fuck your scene. That yep. is. That's it in a nutshell, man. Cause exactly. Um, uh, Brooklyn Murder Club. Fuck your scene. Uh, when is this gonna be available, man? It's gonna be available everywhere on Halloween, which is October thirty first. Monday. Monday, October thirty first. Uh, where iTunes. Uh, it's gonna be on. It's only gonna be on subscription services. I didn't want to go and put it on iTunes and shit like that because I kind of want to give it away. Because SoundCloud, maybe. Yeah, it'll be on SoundCloud. It's gonna be on Spotify. It's gonna be on uh, like Apple Music, um, Rhapsody, shit like that. You know, stuff that like you know subscription shit. Um, it's gonna be on Reverb Nation, of course. It's gonna be on YouTube. It's gonna be everywhere. I'm gonna bomb the planet with it. Yeah, you, you know go. what I'm saying, there and you that's go. it. You know, and it's about your scene. So there you go. <laughs> you know the, what I'm saying. It's the fucking. This is the um the New York hardcore scene, man. When I was introduced to this shit in the seventh grade, bro, I never fucking looked back. I never forgot about the Metallica and Slayer and shit, but I never looked back, bro. It was for me. It was uh, full steam ahead. New York hardcore. Um, you know, you know what? You know what's fucked up? There's no like, or is there? Maybe you could tell me. You would know better than me. Is there any, like, New York punk rock bands? Like, L.A. has but, a ton of them. But punk rock, like, what? Like, you know, I don't like, know. it was very, like, straight-up punk rock bands. Well, my boy Albie's band, The Craze, is a straight-up punk rock band. And what? everybody knows who they are. You know what I'm saying? The Craze adult, they're actually really, really good. It's Johnny Rosado. Oh, The Craze. Yeah, I thought you said, I thought you said something else. Yeah, I know them, of course. Yeah, so that's a punk rock band from Brooklyn. All from right. Fucking basically Sunset and Flatbush. That's right there. Boom. There you go. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. I was um, I, I was playing handball. This is when I was real young, right? Real young. I was playing handball, and this dude, he was playing handball. He wasn't on the court. He was on the side wearing a jacket. He had a big... Uh, you remember that band, Violence? Yes. They got that album, Eternal Nightmare, with the mouth. Mm-hmm. He was wearing a Violence, Eternal Nightmare patch. And I was like, yo, what is that? Oh, no, no, I said, I, I knew violence. I said, yo, that's a great patch. He said, you like violence? Go listen to Bad Religion, which doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> but 
He was like, yeah, if you like violence, you like bad religion. <laughs> so, what the fuck? <laughs> so then I started listening to bad religion, and then I got into Circle Jerks, and then after a while, I was like, damn, there's no... As far as I knew, it wasn't, it wasn't any New York punk rock bands. Like, that's it's just a... Um, why is it that there's so many punk LA bands and so many hardcore New York bands? I mean, LA's because got a couple good hardcore bands, too. Like, uh, I thought uh, uh, Powerhouse was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's not the same as here. You know what I mean? The whole the whole scene over there was totally punk rock. You had like because you had the skaters. You know, punk rock is like a skater scene kind of thing. Yeah, you know, you know so what? You that's all of that. That's that's what this that skater culture probably right. Exactly, exactly. The skaters love that shit, and that's why like Suicidal blew up. Suicidal was a punk rock band. Yeah, that first album is is, is great. You know what I mean? They they were a punk rock band, and then you know they they got into crossover and shit, which I still love them. And then they got into funk, which is even sicker. You know, yeah. they just evolved. Yeah, that band just evolved. Dri two, Dri two is fucking sick. I just saw them. They fucking still sound sick. And I remember hearing that shit. And you know, on the album when uh, the father comes down, he's knocking on the door. Madman, like, I don't want this guy around at night. Yeah, he's like, I don't want this guy around my house. It reminded me of my friend Chris's father. Yeah, <laughs> Yo. you know, little little skits like that showed you that like even this band is going through the same shit you're going through as a kid. Yo, my friend yeah. Frank's father, his name became Madman ever since we heard that song. <laughs> I think everybody had a friend. Unless you were the guy, but everyone had a friend that their father was the madman. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking great. Of course. And that's what I mean. You know, this shit is realistic. It's what you what you were going through at the moment. You know what I mean? And if it catches you at a certain time, you know, it's like, holy shit. You know, as a kid, to get into the hardcore scene or any hardcore scene or thing like that, the, you know, it really, it speaks to the generation. And as an adult, it reminds you of what actually was real in your life. Yeah. You know? And shit like that. Oh, and that's right. My girl's in the background. She's going, yeah, S.O.D., S.O.D. Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. Exactly. You know what I mean? I can't listen to that Stormtroopers of Death album without getting, like, nostalgia. Like, I get that nostalgia. I've, it takes me back, like... Like just the, 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 the oh like, yeah oh shit I fucking but remember I'm this heavy, it's heavy as fuck and that's Scott Ian yeah you know, I don't look at him like he did anything like Anthrax wise and you had Dan Loka from Nuclear Assault the bass player yep you had that fucking goofy looking bastard you know those <laughs> they were a heavy ass fan I see that dude everywhere heavy. too he's uh, he's still like around yeah, he's, he's like always popping up tall. yeah he looks like a fucking palm tree with a nose. <laughs> <laughs> then again you can't miss him right <laughs> yeah i know he's fucking huge but yeah man that's what i'm saying it's like bands like that you know and what's funny is my first battle of the bands like i used to play in a band called injustice my first band was with ill bill what a great name that was my, that was my first that was my first band and uh i was in like ninth grade and uh we did uh we did like two mod covers hmm. and i was telling tim mcmurdy i was like yo thank you I was like, because basically, the first night I ever sang in front of anybody, I was singing songs from your band. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And, like, this is this is what you think about. Like, when I see bands and they're doing covers of people, like, my age, like, you know what I mean? Like, I grew up across the street from Life Agony. Right. You know what I mean? They lived across the street from me. So, 
when I see people doing covers of Life Agony, like I start laughing because I'm like, huh, that's them. But then <laughs> we, they played the first battle of the bands with me also. Right. And uh, they were doing like, I think they did like Devil's Whorehouse or something. They did like a Misfits cover, a Metallica right. cover. You know, like this is what we were doing back then. Yeah. You know, we all hung out with each other and it was like, you know, basically, you know, everybody went running. You know, mm. from the Age of Quarrel album. That's that's what did it. Everybody wanted to be in a band after the Age of Quarrel album. What a great fucking album that is, too. Yeah, you know. And it's a shame that, you know, everybody's got to be beefing because I'd love to see that as a unit. You know what I'm saying? I played with them with my band, New York City Strength, when they first got Johnny Bloodclaw back after, you know, the second The Best Wishes album. Yeah. When they got him back. I played a show with them, and that was one of the greatest moments of my life because I got to play with like the original fucking lineup. Oh, they were the all together romance. for that. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty like, cool. How, yeah, like how do you beat that? Yeah, you man. know what I'm saying. I got to do that. I got to fucking do that. You know, how many people got to do that that could say they got to do that? You know, you, you could be talking about maybe a thousand people. Yeah, who could say that that they actually got to do that, and I happen to be one of them, and I feel like that's. Right there is a great fucking accomplishment because I got to fucking play right before they did. That would be pretty great. fucking great if the, if there was like if somehow the I don't think it'll ever happen, but if the beef got squashed and they came back, yeah, and they just they, they nice. just came, got on stage and just played that first album. Yeah, be nice. That'd be It'd crazy. Be fucking nice. It'd be real nice because you've seen a lot of these bands like coming back together and they're playing and it's like, yo, you know what I mean? Holy shit, this is dope. Did yeah, it's, it's fucking great because a lot of people hate on that too, like bands coming back that have been gone for so long because they're just trying to nah. you know get some money. But yo, if it wasn't for that, like I didn't get to see Youth of Today when I was a kid. I didn't get to see Gorilla Biscuits, but thanks to you know Black and Blue and the and the Black and Blue Bowl, I got to see Judge yes. Gorilla Biscuits. I got to see fucking Youth of Today. Um, all these bands that people complain that oh they're coming back they they've been gone for so, so what? Now I get to see them. I love fucking Youth. Today, I love you to today. They're so fucking love good, them. man. Love them. I tell you what was really Yo, great dude. when the first time I saw Gorilla Biscuits at the Black and Blue Bowl, and they started with, and they fucking came out with New Direction. I was, I was like, holy shit, this is, this is what's up. I know. I loved Straight Edge hard as a kid, and I was the opposite of Straight Edge. So everybody thought I was like fucking nuts. Yo, me too, like, man. How do you like that? I, it's a fuck, man. The furthest thing from straight edge, but I would be blasting fucking break down the walls in, in a heartbeat. I do that now. I drive around my truck out of my face listening to fucking YouTube today, and I'm like, wow, I'm a complete <laughs> asshole. <laughs> it, doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't matter, though, because, you know, it, it's just, it, it is. because I'm 43 and fuck you. You know, <laughs> it is what it is, man. I mean, I might, you, know? you might not catch me smoking a cigarette listening to Judge, you know, smoke that butt, it makes you mature type shit, but I still, yeah, I still enjoy, exactly. I still enjoy that music. Yeah, because who's more pissed off than a straight edge person? Especially when, no. the, you know, especially, especially when the straight edge kids are getting shit. straight edge. Exactly. They were catching a lot of shit back in the day, exactly. too. I know, I know. I had one kid that hung out with me that was completely fucking straight edge. And he was like for real. And I loved him for that. Because he he hung out in a group of kids that were fucking doing everything under the sun. We were all like 15 years old, smoking dust, tripping, mm. fucking doing everything in the world. And this kid was just straight through the entire thing. 
and yep. didn't care, didn't buckle, didn't give a fuck. You know what I mean? And it was great. I had a friend like that, too, who used to hang out with us. He didn't drink. He didn't smoke cigarettes. He didn't smoke weed. He didn't trip out. We were doing all that shit. He didn't even listen to hardcore. He was just straight Mm -hmm. up into hip-hop, and he never did nothing. And one day, we dragged him. We went to go see Sick of It All. There was a Long Island club out here called the P-Wack. So we took him to the P-Wack, and Sick of It All played the song Us vs. Them. And... um. That they, you know, the singer, uh, Lou started, he was like, yo, I don't care if you're doing drugs, you're not doing drugs, I don't care if you're skinhead, you know, going through the whole thing about unity, us versus them, and it blew my friend away, it was like, holy shit, then he, he got that, built the last album, and that's how it starts, it just takes that one little spark to get you going. Exactly, because, you know, something's gonna, something's gonna stick to you, no matter what, and it's like, I, you know... I listen to shit. I have problems like remembering shit and stuff just in general in life. Oh, no. But I can put on a song I haven't listened to in like 25 years and know every motherfucking lyric that I'm about to jump through the fucking jump through the window of my fucking car onto oncoming traffic. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, so and you, know you, every you, lyric and every finger point. You got that disease too, huh? I can't remember shit, bro. Yeah, nothing. Nothing, nothing. I mean, like, I'll put something down and then go looking for it like five minutes later. <laughs> I got... I'll be holding something <laughs> looking for it. Yeah, I got a bed. Bro. It's, it's like I, I got to start taking vitamins or some shit. <laughs> and I do. And I eat healthy. I take vitamins. Yeah. I don't drink booze, really. I don't do none of that shit. You but know you... what I mean? None of it. It's just old. Yo, but it's you're right, though. If, is that what it is? Oh, man. I don't want to. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, but, that's what it is. That's that's exactly what it is. It's just old. But yo, I put my fine. fucking I put my iPod on shuffle. I can hear one note of a song and know the whole song. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's just muscle memory. Because when you were a kid, you were popping those tapes, breaking them, and listening to them cover to fucking cover, and you know the, the, it stayed in your fucking brain. You know the, the the the. It's just like shit. Don't leave. Yeah, especially you, stuff like that. You would never catch me walking around the neighborhood without a Walkman. I always had my Walkman yeah. on. Always, all the time, all the time. No same matter thing, what. I same thing goes with fucking. Always, same thing goes with hip hop, man. I used to listen to so much like that first Nas album, Illmatic. I hear those yeah, songs that now. Was dope. I, I don't even listen to it because I because when I hear those songs, it makes me it brings me back to the summer of '94 or whenever that fuck that album that came out. And I stopped yeah. listening to it because I don't want that nostalgia to go away and make and turn it into something else. So much shit. That same thing with the SOD, man. But that that feeling never leaves. I hear the SOD takes me right back. Yeah, no, no, it's awesome. It's fucking awesome. And it's like I'm going to see Cypress Hill on Friday with Naughty by Nature. I can't fucking wait Where? right now. I haven't seen Cypress Hill to like Lollapalooza, and it was fucking like maybe. Just 15 years ago, something like that. If you know, if not a little more than that, I want definitely more than that. I want one of those old school original Cypress Hill shirts, like the the, oh, the yeah. black with the red skull. Yeah, like the original album, the first album. I can't find it online anywhere. That band is dope. They have that like the they dope. have the white one, but I don't want the white. I want the red one. Like if you go back, yeah, the black and, and red. Yeah, if you watch the um, how can I just kill a man video? B reels wearing that shirt in that video. I want that fucking shirt. Everybody's in that fucking video. Ice Cube's in that video. That video is awesome. 
Yeah, that was that huge. Awesome. When that fucking album came out, that shit was huge. I couldn't believe how big. And you know, it seemed like ever since that Cypress Hill album came out, everyone started smoking weed after that. Yep. yep. <laughs> it's like, damn, I've been smoking yep. weed for 10 years before that shit came out. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. I was like, oh, somebody else smokes weed? Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's another thing, too. They were dangerous at the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, those dudes, it, you believe that, that they're driving around shooting at you and they're fucking whatever, you know what I mean? It's like, where's that coming from if you're not doing that? Who's the other uh, hip-hop actors with them, you said, that you're seeing? Oh, Naughty by Nature. Oh, yeah, them too. Oh, yeah, I remember them. Big fan of them. You know yeah, you know what I mean? So that's going to be fucking dope. That's going to be dope as fuck. I seen that shit. I was like, up, oh, going. going. I remember when Naughty by Nature first came out, they dropped the first single, OPP. And oh, I, was yeah. like, I was like, all right, that's, you know, it's a good song. Let me buy the cassette. And then I listened to the cassette. I was like, wow, they're like real, you know, hardcore rap. I was expecting yeah. all the songs to kind of sound that's the same, but they're pretty fucking good. Yeah, man. They were good. They were real good. They're the they anthem. Fucking good. The fucking anthem kings, too. Yeah, man. How many the anthems that, do they have? They got a lot, man. They got that fucking what the song from Juice. That fucking song is dope as fuck. Yo, that song is real fucking dope. That's a good soundtrack, though. <laughs> yeah, man. That's yeah, a, you got e- Big Daddy Kane on that. EPMD. All kind. Oh, EPMD. The shit. Yeah, the shit. Eric Sermon stepping with the fire weapon. Yeah, that's the shit, man. That's a, that's yeah. I'll. I even like the R&B songs on there, bro, because, you know, it makes me think of the movie. Yeah, that movie was fucking great, too. They don't make shit like that no more. Everything that was whack. CGI and oh, bullshit. CGI is the worst. That movie looks like it It, it took, like, $40,000 to make. I Yeah, easily. Even the gun looked rubber. But I was <laughs> his gun was so bad. I watched the movie today. Uh, it was It's called Nightmare City. Old school yeah. horror flick. Hard, they're probably some of the worst effects I've ever seen. The fucking thing was awesome. It was great. The guy's cutting off titties. There's like just, <laughs> there's like at least 67 chest wounds, like chest stabbings. That's what I want to see in my movies. I don't want to see fake blood, like fake blood splatter. Like Walking Dead has that fake blood splatter, like CGI yo, blood. Fuck that show. Fuck you know that what show. though? Yo, the, 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 the first episode of this new season was sick. It was like some nah, real. I, I can't watch that show. It was some real gory, bloody, fucking nasty shit. But yeah, a lot of people... And people are crying about that. What do you mean? People are crying about that, saying it's too, it was too gory. Really? Oh, oh, like yeah. parents and shit, right? Oh, it's too much. It's too gory. It's a show about fucking, like, 20 people that stink because... <laughs> yeah, right, they all smell. How are you going to take a shower? Yeah. How are you going to take a minute to take a shower when zombies are coming? Here's another thing. I want to just tell the people out there, the activists, if Walking Dead doesn't lose any sponsors, they ain't going to change shit. That's it. Oh, of course not. That's it. Of course not. Just like football isn't going to legalize fucking marijuana for the players because it helps the, with the concussions. They want to Because they're going to lose sponsors. Is that a thing? Yeah, it's a thing. Wow. I was actually watching the show today, and uh, they were doing uh, the study on, um, you know, the concussion from the football players how it makes them fucking completely retarded and yeah. uh they said that marijuana helps stop the effects of that and they've done like studies like there's football players that donated their brain to the study and it helps it either not come on or it slows down the process 
just like with cancer. But the NFL can't get behind that because their sponsors are going to be like, oh, you guys are endorsing marijuana? We're going to plug. That's you fucking. Know? That's and what are they going to do if they don't have their sponsors? That's yeah. criminal. That's that's a criminal yeah. act to not give them what the fuck they need, no matter yeah, what it is. Talk. Real talk. They had a guy. They had a guy on here, and he's like, every five. He goes, I never started before. Now I stutter all the time. He's like, they were asking the kids, oh, do you want to play football? And they're like, nah, we don't want to. We basically we don't want to turn out to be fucking retarded like our father. Oh shit! And the guy was like almost crying. He's like, "My kids wanted nothing but to be like me, and now none of them want to be like me." You know, yeah, and if... they won't help these people out. You know what I mean? But that's that's just the United States, man. They don't, it don't help the veterans. It doesn't help people. Any? Nah, it'll help you know, the they, fucking they're like refugees. Gladiators for your entertainment. Exactly. Yeah, of course, help people that don't live here. People that don't live here, but you know. A multi-billion-dollar industry for our entertainment. You know, you might as well just throw the fucking lions in the bears and exactly. You, you know, and and let them fight it out like gladiators and not give a fuck about them. You know what I mean? And these guys, you know, they're making so much money, but you know what? By the time they're our age, these guys, these guys can't even fucking talk. And it's pretty much like the NFL is like the Caesar, thumbs up and thumbs down, and he's giving the thumbs exactly. down to these guys right now. Yeah, man, they were they were, they they basically own the fucking country. They they took Sunday away from Jesus. The NFL. <laughs> they're bigger. Than, they're bigger than the church. Sunday is not not oh go to church. Sunday is oh Sunday's fucking football. let's tailgate and football. Exactly. They're bigger than God. That's uh you, you know can't what stop something like that. Like, you know I, I think once they start once they get a foothold in Europe, then I could say that right now I think you know. I think God's got them it. a little bit, but once they get into Europe fully, then they I think they got it. Yeah. And they're trying. It. They're they're trying every year. Yeah. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. You know what I mean? The way the NHL blew hockey up. Hockey, nobody knew about hockey ten years ago. Nobody knew nothing. You know what I'm saying? Now it's like they got things shining on the puck, stuff like that. It's like it makes it almost unwatchable. You know what? Like the things that they're doing. I haven't seen. I I kind of dropped out of sports like ten years ago. What are they uh, doing with hockey? They having things in the puck. Well, they have what's it called? They have um, like on when it's on like NBC and shit like that. They had like a spot beam, like on the puck, so you could see it. You know how annoying that is. What is this fucking Tron, I, bro? <laughs> you know what I mean. If I you remember, can't follow the puck. Then why are you watching hockey? Uh, when hockey was on Fox, like years ago, they tried that too. But they had like it wasn't. It was like a um, like a tail. Do you remember they had like the tail on the puck? Yeah, when he when they hit the thing and it was like. Psh. Yeah, it was like a little fucking like a stream, like a, a tail. Yeah. Uh, Channel Five tried that shit way back in the day. That's what I'm saying. They do stuff like that. Even with baseball now, they're fucking they're doing the baddest box. They're showing you the baddest box. What the fuck is that? Yeah, I fucking I I. Uh, I dropped that up. I have no more. Like the reason why I stopped watching baseball, yo, because I have no emotions left to give that fucking sport. Because I was, I was a, always a Yankees fan, so yeah. I was with them when they sucked. I was with them when they won World Series. I was there in two thousand one when they lost to the Diamondbacks. I was there in that embarrassment. They they lost four straight to the Red Sox. Like I've been, I've lost. I have nothing left to give that fucking sport, and it's pretty fucking boring to begin with. But. Out of baseball, 100% gone. 
That's it. I'm done with baseball. I can I can honestly say I'll never watch baseball again. <laughs> like, what else do I got to do? I was. They sucked. They won the World Series. They sucked. They. I mean, I got nothing left to give. Bro, I'm a Met fan. You think I got anything left to give? No, nah, but yo, things are looking up for you though. You can still win a couple. <laughs> Yo, when are they going to make the 86 documentary, by the way? They have to do it, right? About yeah, the 86 Mets? They'll, yeah, they'll do that. They'll do that eventually. You know what I'm saying? But it, it, it's like, you know, I, I, can't, I can't live back then. I need to be now. I need something to happen now. You know? Yeah, you guys my need hockey it. Team, my hockey team lets me down all the time. Who's that? Everything. It's just the, the fucking flies. How did that happen? Wait, let me guess. Wait, can I can, let me guess how that happened? Um, somebody in your family was a Flyers fan because they were they were the badass team in the seventies, and they passed it on to you. No, no, Again, no sports in my house. Nothing. I had a completely dry house. Oh, that's right. No sports. But when I was a kid, uh, there was a lot of Flyers merch around in general, and I saw it and I saw the symbol. And I went, that's the awesomest, most badass thing in the world, and I love that. Whatever it is, hey, wh- <laughs> Whatever it is, I want it, I like it, let's go. Yeah, yeah, and that was it. You know what I mean? And I've been a Flies fan since I'm a kid, like a little kid. And it's weird because I grew up in Brooklyn, so if you're not a Rangers fan or an Islander fan in Brooklyn, you're, you're the devil. It's, you know, it. it's, it's, it's not too crazy. My, my friends are... Um... A flyer fans, and they and they inherited it from from their father, who's from Bensonhurst. So you know, it's it's not that that crazy, because they were bad well, back in the seventies. There's a, there's a there's a couple of us then. That's it. <laughs> there's a couple. You know? of <laughs> there's a couple. There's a fucking couple. But yeah, I couldn't imagine liking anything else. My whole family has flyers tattoos. My son, my girl, everybody, and you know what I mean. And yeah. it, it's that's it. That's that's it. If you don't like them, you are not related to me, dude. You don't have a choice. I was a cunt hair away from being a Utah Jazz fan because <laughs> the first basketball, first basketball game I've ever seen was like the Jazz against the Cavs or some bullshit, and it was Stockton Malone back in those days. Yeah, and I was like, holy shit, this basketball is pretty fucking cool. This is gonna be my team. And then if they played the Knicks, it was on TV, and that was it. I became a Knicks fan. But I could see how that one it – t- all it takes is one little thing to yeah. fucking turn you when you're a kid. Yeah, exactly. And that was it. It's always been the same thing. It's never been different with that, you know. And I don't give a fuck. Like, I'll get into fucking fist fights with people over that shit. Like, I don't even care. 43 years old, I'll roll <laughs> in a bar and fight like fucking 30 people in a bar. Over that, like did, I don't even care. Did you hear that? Um, Rob Zombie wants to make a Broad Street Bullies movie. Yes, and pretty, I love him. For that's that. pretty cool, right? That is fucking cool. That is cool. I think he already made it, but it's just not out yet. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. He's been working on that for a long time, but I think it's already done. But he still didn't put it out yet. Yeah, my uh, two of my good friends are Flyer fans. We he we went to, we went to Philly to see them a couple times. It's pretty cool. Yeah, man. Great atmosphere. They're fucking there. awesome. Yeah, they fucking hate everybody but the Flyers in Philly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like whenever I played Philly and stuff like that, they're like, oh, you're from New York. You're from New York. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm a fucking Flyers fan. 
Yeah, it happens. Like, I mean, there's a and there's I'm a like, fucking like, yeah. there's a ton of dolphins and Steeler fan Cowboys. Is, Football's is, different. Football's different. Football. It's a matter of you know you don't have to be a Jet fan if you're from New York. My best friend fucking is a Redskins fan. You yeah, because yeah, because football they don't they play more than local shit too. Like Monday exactly. night football, it doesn't. It's, it's Monday night football's anybody. Yeah, and a lot of places, a lot of places don't even have a team. So basically, you know, you gotta like somebody else. Like Raiders fans, like fucking everybody I know is a fucking Raider fan. How did that happen? I mean, they got cool colors and everything, but how does that happen? The Raider Nation, man. I don't know. I don't know. Because again, it's the seventies. Right. Everything yep. that went on in the seventies and the eighties. Steelers. You know, you had yeah, the Steelers, the Raiders, Cowboys. you had the Dolphins in the eighties. The Dolphins were like the biggest fucking thing ever. You know what I mean? The Green Bay Packers. You know, all these teams. My son's a Chargers fan. All right, I wait, wait. That's, that's a weird that one. Means. I don't even know what that even fucking means. It's, they, didn't even, they don't even have like a history. <laughs> he, he just fucking loves them. He just fucking loves them. You Maybe know what it, I mean? It might be that Power to Blue uniform because that is a pretty cool looking fucking jersey. That Power to Blue. That old school yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the lightning bolt on the helmet, it's dope. You know what yeah. I mean? These are things that you look at, you know? But, yeah, no, I never understood that. That I is true, because, you know, when I was a kid, they had these starting lineup action figures. They were like, yes. Right? Remember those things? And mm-hmm. the first one I ever got was Randall Cunningham. And yes. then I started slowly following the Eagles, and I got into the Eagles for a little bit there. It's weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's that's how that shit was. You know what I mean? But, I mean, I'm a Jeff fan. I was always a Jet fan, but I was always a Jet fan because of Joe Namath. Yeah, I'm a, uh, I'm a, I haven't watched any games this year, but yeah, I'm a Jets fan myself. You know, they, they're murdering me this year. They're fucking, they're, they're killing me, killing me, killing me. I, it's like I, I do this to myself, you know. I should just start liking teams that win. Now, so this way I have no fucking stress. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You can abuse me if you want. I don't mind. I'm a Jets fan, have been my whole life, even when I got into the Eagles and I loved that Eagles defense, that Buddy Ryan defense, I'm still a Jets fan, yeah. I'm raising my son as a Giants fan. Okay. I do not want him to deal with all the shit that I've been dealing with <laughs> my whole <laughs> life, because the You're Giants right. always seem to come around and win some championships. Yeah, no, my girl's a Giant fan. We have, uh, we have no, uh, we got no beef in this house when it comes to that. Like, you know, I watch the Giant games with her. She watches the Jets games with me. I root for the Giants for her, and she roots. Yeah, that's 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 kind of the way it should be. I was like, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's no, there's no beef. But hockey, it's a fucking flyers. Fuck you. I don't know <laughs> who the fuck it is. Dude, I don't care if my fucking mother, if my mother was an entire fucking hockey team, fuck her too. I wouldn't even <laughs> care if she wasn't on the flyers. You <laughs> know right. what I mean? Yo, all right, on that note, let's plug the stuff one more time. I'm going to play the song uh, uh, at the end of the show. Um, let's give it one more big plug. Tell everyone about you, what, you got com- what you got coming up, what you got going on, the future, and then we'll get, we'll get out of here and wrap this up. All right, well, it's the Brooklyn Murder Club. It's me and Paulie. And it's produced by Alcatraz Ed. Single comes out on October 31st, Halloween. It's called Fuck Your Scene, the New York Hardcore Anthem. My uh, short-term goal is I want to play that song at the Black and Blue Bowl. So nice. if anybody's listening and hears this, I want to play this at Black and Blue. That's my short-term goal. And it's basically, it goes out to the entire New York Hardcore scene. 
past and present. Thank you for fucking raising me and making me who the fuck I am today. That's a beautiful thing, man. Thanks for doing the show, Jay. I really appreciate that. Yo, thank you for having me on, bro. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Anytime, man. All right, yo, have a good night. And, um, yo, fuck your scene. It's coming up. We're going to play it right now. All right, bro. Peace out. Later. Uh-huh. Hey. Playing the town. Brooklyn motherfucker Nigga fuck your band Fuck your crew Fuck your scene Motherfuck you too Motherfucker it's hardcore versus the world New York hardcore versus the world Nigga fuck your band Fuck your crew Fuck your scene Motherfuck you too Motherfucker it's hardcore versus the world New York hardcore versus the world We all American alpha Twist you and not your both fracture My stature, statuettes You're just I grab the mic and I shine Today I'll make the cover of the New York Times I got hit from a couple hundred New York dimes I made a fuckload of money from my New York crimes Since back in the day I spit in New York rhymes And all you dumb motherfuckers must have lost your mind uh, I put the X in checks I'm liking all you motherfuckers less and less We got the whole room spinning like the exorcist Stay blunt and stay high cause it makes me blessed I'm drunk it. I hop on the track with people you got it raining blood and all you crazy niggas Fuck your band, fuck your crew Fuck your scene, motherfuck you too Motherfucker, it's hardcore versus the world New York hardcore versus the world Fuck your band, fuck your crew Fuck your scene, motherfuck you too Motherfucker, it's hardcore versus the world New York hardcore versus the world We don't care about you, motherfucker What you been through I'll push you in the door push the shit out of you, make a man out of you Show you what these kicks and these punches will do Bring your peoples and your crew, motherfuck them too New York hardcore, first the world New York hardcore, toss your girl Brass knuckles to your face, make you contemplate the human race Jerry X, Paulie New, everything is Marvin, dude Point blank like a sniper shoot, get you hyper like a dancing root Lace you up like some Doc Martin boots when we stopping through, calling all cars, calling all troops. You think you nicer than us? What? I'm saying stops. New York hardcore first the world. Jerry X pulling new to fuck your band, fuck your crew, fuck your scene, motherfucker. You too, motherfucker. It's hardcore first the world. New York hardcore first the world. Fuck your band, fuck your crew, fuck your scene, motherfucker. You too, motherfucker. Jerry X.